The big question is, how does someone with MS actually improve their mobility, strength, energy, independence, the list goes on. My name is Dr. Gretchen Hawley, physical therapist and multiple sclerosis specialist. Welcome to the Missing Link Podcast. Tune in as I share the top strategies and exercises to help you gain control over your life with MS using research-driven insights and advice from top industry experts. Whether you're newly diagnosed or have had MS for over 30 years, whether you have relapsing MS or progressive MS, this podcast is for you. You're sure to feel empowered and inspired after each episode. Ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am joined by Anders Berggren, who is the founder and CEO of The Byacre, a Danish company who designs and produces stylish functional rollators. He founded the company in 2017 and is on a mission to break the stigma related to reduced mobility and to help those it serves maintain an active lifestyle without compromise. If you guys have seen any of my YouTube videos or presentations that I've given to support groups or other MS organizations, you likely have seen my biker that I have in the background. I have both the Carbon Ultralight and the Overland, and I use it all the time when I'm demonstrating my exercises. It's my absolute favorite. So I was really excited to interview Anders today to get his behind the scenes take on what this rollator is, how they designed it and who it's for. And just a quick note, before we dive into my interview with Anders, if you are someone with multiple sclerosis and you do suffer from weakness and reduced mobility, don't forget about my online MS wellness program, The Missing Link. This is where I house all of my favorite and research-backed exercises specifically for people with multiple sclerosis. They're all based on neuroplasticity and are designed to help improve your strength, balance, and mobility, including walking. Check the show notes for a link to see exactly what the missing link is, including a behind the scenes video. And if you want to talk to me about it, you can sign up for a behind the scenes Zoom call and I'll show you the program and answer your questions. Okay, let's dive in. Anders, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so much, Gretchen. Of course. So I have a bunch of questions for you about the Byacre, but before we get into that, do you mind if I ask you a question from my interview deck to help our listeners get to know you a bit better? Please do. All right. So I'm just going to shuffle the cards over here. Your question is, if you could be a personal assistant to anyone, who would it be? I think I would, at this certain point of time, I think I would be a for Putin. Then I would whisper him in his ear that he is really, really off track what he's doing right now in Ukraine. And maybe I would be able to end the war that way. There you go. Hopefully he'd listen to you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. uh, Maybe I could persuade him to get out of that. Right, right. I like that. (laughs) Thank you for sharing that with us. So as I mentioned, I've got a lot of questions about the Byacre and also some of our listeners right now might know what the Byacre is and others might have no idea. But before we get to the 
intricacies of what it is. I would love to know the backstory. How did you think of the Bayacre? How did you think of the design? And how did you come to this plan of actually creating it yourself? It's actually quite funny. I met a total stranger that I met at a fair. He saw some designs that I did for a baby carrier. And then he said, wouldn't you like to design a rollator? And I said, you're absolutely right. I wouldn't like to design a rollator <laughs> because there was so much stigma related to that kind of product. So I was like, no way, I wouldn't do that. And it's almost the same as when you decided to say, now I'm going to buy a red car because nobody's got a red car and you're going to buy a red car. And as soon as you buy it, you will only see red cars. And here, as soon as I said, no way, I'm not going to do that, suddenly there was relators everywhere. But they were so boring and they were so old school in a way. And it was so embarrassing that mobility uh, device should look like that. So I was like, hmm, it might be something here because they are so ugly. So what I did with a small team, I said, okay, if we had to take up the challenge and design a relator, what should it look like? And what kind of appearance should it have? And we had some words like active, sporty, fast, all these kind of words. And said, okay, what looks like that? So what I did was I, I simply made a, like a huge mood board on a wall where I printed out, you know, pictures of a shark, a barracuda, a bald-headed eagle, what have you. And then said, okay, what can we extract out of this visually? Some, you can say some features or try to say what kind of design language or visual language am I looking at when I looked at that wall? And it was organic. And that's how the shape came out of this. So that was it. And then we also said, we noticed that people, related users, was walking like they were pushing it in front of them. And then we found out that if we turned the, the handles opposite, then we actually took the relator into you. So your posture was completely different. Suddenly you have to walk with not a tight posture. I don't know the word in English correct, but you, you have like some kind of pride in your appearance. It, it reflects or, or mirrors when you meet people around you. There's suddenly there, there's some dignity again, because just because of changing the, the way of the handles, it was quite fun to see how these small things could actually create such a difference. And then, of course, it has to be light. So we had to work in carbon fiber, but I didn't want to have a carbon fiber look. We actually painted the carbon fiber because it has to be really a cool red or a nice uh, off-white or ebony white or piano black. That's how we, we actually created it. So lightness and again, an active design language. That's what, what I was after. I love that. You can tell that a lot of thought went into the design. This rollator is unlike any of the other rollators that I've ever seen. And it's funny hearing you mention about the old walkers. I know exactly what you're talking about. I think when most yeah. people think of walkers or even rollators, they think of ones that you would see in a nursing home or in a hospital and people don't want to use those. And so the design of the Bayacre is functional in so many ways, but also very appealing. I have mine right over there. I should have put it in the back here. And I have the red one and I love it. I get so many compliments on it every time I use it for my exercises. There has been, and I think there is a change going on right now. And that's one, one of the positive things that we can actually thank social media for, because now with a relator like the Baigra relator, 
we have seen a change in the way that people show themselves in selfies where suddenly you see a selfie on a beach or in a public bath or gym or whatever where younger people are using it for later. So suddenly we are changing it. So it's not something that are completely age-related. No, it's a mobility device. And that's something that really came as a surprise for me that normally when you think about later, then you think elder people. Mm-hmm. But there's so many variants of being challenged on your mobility. So you see younger people, they're using it. And when they suddenly show themselves in a normal daily, you know, day-to-day situation, you destigmatize it. And that's what we have been after. And, and one of the things that for me is the most important thing about creating this for later, we made it for consumers. So we made it for people that make a choice that are able to choose it and say, great, this is what I want. It's not something that my doctor prescribed. This is not a mobility aid. It's a mobility device for people that makes a choice and wants to want to keep living despite they, they have a challenge. They can have a challenge on the mobility or the balance, what have you, whatever it is, or bad knee or the reduced sight or reduced hearing, whatever, or they simply just feel insecure. So having a relator like the, the, the Baikra relator gives them the possibility to, to but regain their, their, their dignity or keep their dignity yeah. Though or despite that they have a challenge, not walking around with a, a medical uh, device, because we, we are not in the medical device business. We are in the mobility device business. And that's a very big difference. So I'm a physical therapist, and I would say about 10 years ago, which isn't that long ago, but about 10 years ago, There was nothing like this remotely on the market. And so anytime I had a client who had multiple sclerosis or for any reason needed to use a mobility aid, there was nothing sleek and fashionable that I could suggest to them. So now that there is, I think people, and as you're mentioning, the representation is there. You see younger people, people of all ages, people of all mobility levels using devices now, whether it's a rollator, a walker, a cane, trekking poles. So I think people feel more seen and heard. And also, as you mentioned, more confident when they do have to use a mobility device. And one thing that you mentioned that stuck out to me as well is that your device, your rollator, the bi-acre is to help people live their life. And I think that your second rollator, the Overland, goes above and beyond that because it is designed to be on all terrains. For our listeners who don't know much about the Bayeager, can you explain the differences between the Carbon Ultralight and the Overland? Yes, I can. And I think I can explain it that the Ultralight is you would wear daily shoes or you would wear sneakers using that one. The Overland, you would find your hiking boots and use it that way. So basically, you can say that the ultralight is the daily urban, suburban way of getting out and about. But when you want to go off-road, you want to go on a hike, the Overland has basically eliminated any limits of what you can do with a relator because you can take it anywhere. 
in snow. We have we have clients in the, in the northern part of Canada using it here this winter. We have it in Australia in the bush. We have people that have been traveling to Fiji and Mongolia, what have you, and they brought it with them. And because it's still so light, there are basically no limits. And that's also why we call it overland and are using the expression from these overland expeditions because there are no limits from the product point of view. The limitation is either your own physics or your imagination. The ultralight, a real super feature of this product is that it's the lightest rollator in the world. So it's easy to take in and out of a car, in and out of a house, in and out of a bus or a train or wherever you are moving it around. So you don't have to think about getting it in and out of other mobility devices like a car, a train or or, a bus because it's so light. So it's so easy to handle. And that's what we also try to take that step further with the overland. So when you also are, are traveling, yes, you have a relator that you can take yeah, anywhere. Yeah. The weight of it is one of my favorite things because it is hard to find a lightweight rollator that still feels sturdy. And also it folds really nicely. So it is lightweight, which makes it easy, as you're saying, to put it into and out of a car or a bus or even a closet or next to your bed, but it folds really nicely and slim. And so it doesn't take up much space. Can you tell us how much each of the two options actually weighs? Yes. Now, the problem is I'm in the metric world and you're in the imperial world. So whatever I say, uh, you, you have to translate it. But basically, we are less than, I think we're around nine pounds imperial in the, the ultralight. And we are around 11, 12 pounds in the overland. Don't put me to jail if I'm incorrect. But I think the conversion is about in that area. So it's absolutely the lightest in, you can say, in the category of a classic relator, the ultralight, and that's below five kilos. And the other one, the Overland, is in that category where there's not so many products yet. Also, by far the lightest, around seven kilos, I think. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. And you also earlier mentioned the handle. So both of the rollators have the same reverse handles, which is awesome because then you can, as you mentioned, stand a little bit closer, stand up taller show your confidence. One other difference though, between the two is the actual wheels of the rollator. Can you explain that? Yes, but I just want to tie a little comment to the handles because yeah. I know you have noticed it because you work with it, but normally on all other relators on the market, the handles are on a 90 degree angle of the rollator. If you look at ours, they are a little bit inward. And when you relax with your hands and your shoulder, your hands are a little bit inward. Mm -hmm. So it's the most natural and most relaxed position you can have with the handles. And if you walk with it for for a long time on a classic rollator, you would start to get back pain or neck pain. And I can't understand why we are the first that did that. So we got that small but extremely important thing with us. And then when we then get to the wheels, We also, on the ultralight, for us, it was important to have some soft wheels. So if you meet cobblestones or what have you, then it would not bump or send up these harsh bumps up in your shoulder and your arms and forearms. 
So therefore, we actually had some quite tough wheels for that purpose. Again, on the overland, then we have much bigger wheels, and they are pneumatic. We have puncture-free wheels with air bubbles in the, the ultralight, but we need even more suspension when we got, get up in greater diameter on the overland, and therefore we decided to have pneumatic wheels, but we also decided to make sure that the quality of the tire are very, very high. So it's not this cheap wheel that we put on or tire we put on. Right, yeah, and again, just you can tell how much thought went into the design and the materials used just with being lightweight, the tires, the wheel for the carbon ultralight, the handles, it's just, I feel like you guys thought of everything. Can you share with us if there is a certain height that you need to be? Is there someone who is too short or too tall? Is there an ideal body weight? What should we know about that? I think height-wise, we have several different models or sizes, so we should be able to meet, I would say, almost everybody. From a weight point of view, we have on the overland, we have a max user weight. That's a metric. That's 150 kilos. That should be 330 pounds, and the ultralight is around 300 pounds. So it can handle a lot of weight, no doubt about that, but there, there's that limit. And I would also say there is a physical limit because it's designed in such a way that, you know, you have your seat and the handles goes up. So there is a max user size for it, but we have had a very, very few customers that returned it because... The Rolitas were simply too small for them. And of course, we can't ask people respectfully about the size so they can try it. And we would, of course, we would try to give them some hints and then they can try it. If it doesn't work, they simply just send it back. And one thing you just mentioned that I'm glad because it's one of my favorite things is the seat height. I find that the seat height is a little bit taller than what some of the other rollators are, which I really love because even when you're sitting, you're still sitting up tall. You're, you're still almost at face exactly. height with everyone else around you. And I love that. I think that does so much for confidence. It's confidence. And it also has another purpose why we did it. The seat is not designed to be sofa. So you're not going to sit there for hours and read your, your papers or, or a book. It's for resting. So we don't want people to get too low in the seat because if you are a little bit tired and you are challenged for whatever you know, muscular reasons, then you don't have the same strength to get up again. So we have a, a height, so it's easy for you to rise up and move on again. And that's also important. Absolutely. And now you guys also have a lot of accessories too. There's a seat back, there's a pouch that you can put on to put things in. So I feel yeah. like you've thought of everything. <laughs> we haven't, and that's really the fun part. We have found out that we get actually quite close to our customers, which is real, real fun. And mm -hmm. some of the ideas are, are actually quite good. But basically what the way that we do it is that of course, we haven't thought of everything, but we thought about as much as possible. So you can add to your standard product, yes, I would like a, a back seat because I like that when I sit down. It gives me more confidence and I would like to have a travel bag 
because I use it on the plane or on a train ride. So yes, I don't want to get it too scratched and, and I can put it on a plane. Or you have a grocery bag and it's made in such a way that you can actually see what you put in the grocery bag or you have a small purse we have and, and we place that next to you. So when you put your phone or you put your keys or you put your wallet, then you would put it in this small purse that are next to you. And when you sit and rest on the relator, it's not behind you, it's in front of you. Mm -hmm. So in that way, you would always have control and your visual contact with, with, with these small but very important items like a phone or key or a wallet. And yeah. that's how we made it. Mm -hmm. Do you envision that there will be a third version of the Buy Acre at any point? I know the Overland is still somewhat new. I don't think the Overland yeah. is even a year old yet. Is that right? No, that's right. Yeah. But yes, we, we have something in the pipeline because there is that's one thing that we were not so aware of it when we designed it or later. We knew that we could not just go up, up through the roof price-wise. But when you work with carbon fiber, carbon fiber is handmade. You know, not the fiber, but the construction. The frames are handmade, hand-polished and hand-lacquered. So there's a lot of labor cost in it. Plus, carbon fiber material is quite expensive. So even though we were trying to do whatever we could to keep the price down, yes, it's still it's not a cheap relator. So what we've been working on is, can we take as many of the features that we can and move it into, a, you can say, a mid-range series of relators where we have basically the same design language, some of the features that, that people really, really like, but basically say, meet the average American household budget. And that's what we're working on. And we will come out in the autumn, we would release that. And the trade-off in the price is, it's a little bit heavier, but I think we would be able to serve a greater audience that might not be in a position to spend that much money on a carbon relator and meet them on price and, and of course, keep the quality. Yeah, I can uh, see that being so yeah. helpful for a lot of people. We'll have to have you back on the podcast once that's released yeah. so you can tell us all about yeah, it. And, and then also, when we say that we are working with our consumers, and again, when we say that, we definitely, of course, we mean it. And one of the consumer trends is sustainability, carbon footprint, recycling, responsible manufacturing, and all those uh, issues. And the mid-range, what we trade in weight and carbon fiber, what we then trade in is 100% recyclable, a very, very low carbon footprint, and suddenly introduced, I would say, the first fully recyclable domestic produced in Europe and in the U.S. also. So we would not waste of energy of, of traveling it or sending or shipping it from around the world. And I think it's going to be a quite interesting product. Yeah, I'm excited for that to happen. I'll, I'll definitely stay tuned. Yeah. If people listening do want to stay up to date with all things Byacre, where is the best place for them to find you? I think the best place for people to find us is our website, which is www.byacre.com. There you can 
read in proper English where it's not so bad as mine. You can read about us and surf around there. And there is not only product descriptions, there's articles, journals, and customers, reviews and comments and, and what have you. It's a place where you can get some experience and feeling about who we are and what we do. Perfect. So I'll put that link in the show notes so people can just click on that. Also, our listeners should know too, you guys have a YouTube page, Facebook, and Instagram. And I think for all of those, it's by Acres. So I can put those in the show notes yes. too, if they want to see yeah. more of the product, more of your information. Anders, thank yeah. you so much. This has been so great to thank chat you. with you and just yeah. you know get your behind the scenes take on all things by Acre. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Kaisen. Thank you for listening to today's show. I am so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like extra resources, such as a video of one of my seated exercise classes, my favorite core exercises, and the opportunity to ask me your questions, head to missinglink.com forward slash insider. That link will be shared in the show notes along with links to my social media handles. If you loved this episode and think a friend or family member with MS would benefit from listening, please go ahead and text or email this podcast to them right now. Sharing this podcast will help me educate and empower as many MS warriors as possible. Thanks again for joining and be sure to tune in next week for another episode of the Missing Link Podcast. <laughs>